Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Talking Wealth. My name's Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. I'm going to talk about oil today. Um, Commodities are always a hot topic to discuss, and this is an area that I really enjoy. Now, last time I talked about um, iron ore. Now, I I think this week I did put together something for our traders in our weekly report that we put out about the oil price and what's happening and what I'm expecting going forward and and some more detailed analysis. But I'm just going to give you a, a bit of an overview of what I talked about, plus a little bit more. Um, It's a bit of a sneak peek, actually, because I haven't talked to the the guys on the forum and ladies on the forum about this yet, um, the time side of it. So as far as the price area is concerned for oil, we've seen it trading anywhere between around $60 and $66 over the last few months, and it's hovering in the middle of that, or has been at the moment. Now, it has the potential to rise from here. So we there is further upside. Really strong levels exist, and the analysis that I applied looks at Uh, different ranges on the history of the oil price and looks at where these levels all coincide. And in the course that we teach um, in the diploma, we talk about where these levels cluster. Now, it's really important that if you're trading the market that you become an absolute master of doing this price analysis and look for levels where they line up together. This will tell you where there are important levels of support and resistance, where the stocks or market may turn down from or turn up from if if it's falling. Now, in the case of oil, it has been rising nicely, but we have some really interesting levels overhead. Now, one the next levels um, I can see on the chart, one is at six, around $69, and there's another strong one at around $70. But there are clusters. So it depends on where you've got your analysis applied on your chart exactly as to where this is. Because prices, when they move up and down, they don't always stop at exactly $5, for example, or an even number. They might shoot through depending on the, the buying activity or the selling activity at the time, the euphoria in the market or the fear in the market that's driving it. So it's that emotion that can sometimes push it further than where it really wants to resonate and then we see prices come back and that's a natural movement in the market. But I can see on my chart at around that $71 mark, it's really strong, Um, could even go up as high as around $75. Also, um, an important level at around between $87 and $91 for oil but that's a bit further ahead. I don't want to jump too far and tell you what's happening ahead because then I'll have nothing to talk about in a few weeks' time if I come back to discuss this again. So I'm not trying to string you out, but it is interesting for suspense to build and for you to see a picture unfolding and how this works. So with oil, there is still a slight probability of it to come back a little bit. But we have seen, if you're looking on the weekly chart, we have seen over recent months um, the sideways movement that actually turned into what we call a pennant pattern, 
we study this in module five of the diploma, different patterns, formations, and how you can see and recognize what's likely to occur when one of these types of patterns forms. So it it actually, oil actually traded up out of this pattern recently and it's just taking its time, more or less. It's just taking a bit of a breather while it decides which way it's going to go. So we've looked at the levels overhead and as I've said in other recordings in the past, it's really important that you look at the, the upside and the downside. So below that, there are important levels at around the $56 mark, $55, $56. Um, dollars and around 60 there's an important level as well 59.60 so if the oil price comes back it may only do so temporarily uh, to find support before we see the next rise up now the potential I've already talked about so that's quite significant in percentage terms if you're looking at those looking at the current price at around the I think it's around 63 or thereabouts at the moment and look at where it could go um, to say between that 69.71 mark and also somewhere around the the 87.90 mark. But remember, $75 is also an important level. So what's been happening with oil lately is we've seen this strong rise over the past year. Now, it's it's traded up and on the weekly chart, it's actually gone below our trend line. Now, if some of you have been have read Dale's book, How to Beat the Managed Funds, you'll know all about trend lines. So, or if you've done the course, of course, you'll know all about trend lines and how to use them. And the interesting thing is that it actually closed a couple of months ago, it closed below the uptrend line, which there was one close below, which was strongly down below the trend line, um, breaking that overall angle of the trend. So if you can imagine a rise going up on an angle to the right, um, that was the oil price heading to a high of $66. And then all of a sudden it was sold off heavily and closed strongly down below that line that had been um, tracking the lows uh, as it was rising. And then the, the week following that, it traded up strongly. So buyers came back into the market and traded up and closed high up near the angle of the trend line again. And since then, it's really been rising and hugging that underside of the trend line. So instead of rising on the top of the line, it's now rising underneath the line. Now, that's not necessarily a good thing until we see the oil price trade above that 66.26 high recently. We need it to get back above that so that we can then reapply a trend line if that's possible. Now, there are a number of rules that apply to drawing trend lines. So you'll see in the course that we have these particular rules as guidelines for you so that you know what constitutes a trend line and it makes it easier then to draw them. But still you get formations on the chart that can be challenging you um, because our brain is wired to recognise patterns and so we, we lock away what we've seen before and when we see something new then we have to really think about whether or how the rules are applying. Um, so once once you've recognised that and you've been able to apply the uptrend line then it makes it straightforward because then it's just a matter of following the rules to sell or to buy whatever depending on the direction of your trend line. So I'm expecting that if the oil price moves up in the next few weeks, um, which I believe it may, we will see it take out that 66.26 and then we'll be able to adjust the trend line. However, if oil does fall strongly back below the recent um, activity in the oil price, so we've been seeing it trade around you know, $63. If it falls back below $62, we could see it head lower still. 
And that would mean that the pattern has actually failed or the sideways movement failed and the breakout of that pattern failed and the oil price may come back further before it then settles down and then starts moving up again. But I think looking at the big picture, there's one thing that I'm really excited about when it comes to oil and that is the the bigger um, formation on the chart. So when I'm bringing up a chart, the first thing I'm doing is looking at the monthly chart and seeing, well, how is it, how has it unfolded? And the oil price has formed what we call a zigzag. Now, I know that's a great technical term, but it's a really easy way of explaining when I haven't got a, a, um, a video for you to look at. You're just listening to my voice. So looking at the all-time high, which was around about $147 US a barrel, the oil price fell all the way to around $32.70, it traded up to $114.83 and fell away to $26.05. So there's a big zigzag formation. That is actually an ending pattern. So what that often means is that the price decline is finished and it finished at that $26.05 and then since then we've seen another zigzag formation that's on the way up again. Interesting that um, it's broken a lot of um, resistance, natural resistance that's been um, from prior troughs that have formed on the chart. So when a stock rises, it doesn't just rise up in a straight line, it'll rise, come down. Same with any market, rise, come down. Um, And I think that sometimes I think people who are new to the market get a bit um, fearful when something pulls back, but it needs to pull back in order to move up. And that's an important point to realise. So ultimately, we're looking at oil heading closer towards 75, $71 to $75. But as soon as oil breaks that prior high, then it should move on to at least 71 Now, some of you may have looked at, um, who haven't done one of our courses yet, may have looked at our Trading Mentor course, which teaches, instead of trend lines, it talks about Dow Theory. Now, on, on energy-type stocks or oil stocks that are quite volatile, Having a couple of rules, so more than just a trend line can be really important because one rule may not work um, exceptionally well on the stock. It may still work from time to time, but it may not give you the best results over the history of the share. So trend lines may work fantastically on the weekly chart of oil, um, and then but Dow theory might work better. You don't, you don't know until you actually test it. So um, Looking at the weekly chart, there were numerous opportunities to take Dow Theory entries from the low in 2016. There were a number of trendline um, opportunities as well because the big declines, when you have a massive fall into a low like that, quite often you can get a really good entry on a trendline. So it's horses for courses, but again, very important that you know how to backtest properly so that you can see what strategy is more likely to work over time. Now, In terms of time for oil, I've talked about this before. I've looked at turning points and we did see um, the turning point I talked about previously, which was around December, January, did come to fruition and the oil price turned pretty much um, at that time. Now, I'm expecting another turn in May and one in September and October. Now, if the oil price breaks above that 66.26 level, we should see it rise all the way into May, possibly June. Sometimes it can go a month over the, the period that I've identified because when I'm identifying these times, what you've got to realise is it's a bit like price. So when we're analysing price, the students learn that you, you apply a number of different ranges to, to get these price clusters and work out the strongest levels on any stock or market. But the same thing you do in time. 
So it'll often be a small range that you'll have uh, rather than just a specific date that we're talking about. So it could be, um, May could be right in the middle of that time zone. Uh, September, October is another important date, as I said. So if it rises strongly into May, we could see um, a September, October um, continue up through to September, October. Um, there may be some short-term turns in amongst all of that. Um, but if May turns out to be the low and the oil price doesn't break that 66.26 strongly, then um, you'd be expecting a short-term low in May and then a nice move up into September, October. So it's always important to have two scenarios. So you map that out on the chart. It's like a forecast, so you can draw some dashed lines on your chart to work out roughly how you think it might unfold and then it's fascinating to actually watch it happen um, when it does unfold that way. Now also um, in our my report this week for the, um, the traders, I talked about the ETFs. Now there is an actual um, ETF that beta shares have one. It doesn't track the, so far it hasn't tracked the oil price exactly and, and it is an ETF. The, the aim is to track the index but they don't always do that. So it's it might be worth your while um, if you're having a look at the oil price and you're, you have got Optima and you can bring up um, the oil price on your chart, which is the light sweet crude oil futures, then you can also have a look at the ETF, which is um, OOO. That's the code for it. Um, and now this is something that you might have looked into before. You might have looked at ETFs, and that's really for a separate discussion again. I hope you've enjoyed the discussion today. I'll definitely update you on what I see for oil moving forward, and let's talk about some more commodities next time. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation.